Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about what good are real estate agents anyway? Okay. I would have phrased this a little bit differently. We don't mean to fend someone out of the gate. I would have said, well, let me think about this for a minute now. I got it. I got it. Um, the v- hmm. Now I'm stuck. You think about this? I know. I guess maybe you are right. I feel All bad. Right, I'll do it. There's a value. There is a value. I think there are some good ones, um, but it's changing. I think the whole thing about real estate agents and what they, the reason we have them and how this whole profession started and what it's become today has changed so much that I don't think we need as many or in the same way anymore. Here's my impression of something that a good real estate agent would say over and over again and change it up for flavor and really succeed. They would say something like, look, I understand. They're talking to a customer, whether it's a buyer or seller. I understand this, the stigma and I understand the perception that you may have of a real estate agent. And quite honestly, I agree with you to some extent. There is some value that I'm bringing. And here's the value that, I, that I'm going to bring. You know what? Let's save it for the show. Thank Before you. we get into it, <laughs> let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. Case wrote, Hi, everyone. I'm venturing out of my comfort zone and will be purchasing my first property out of state. Normally, I'd visit the property before purchasing it. I know I'm not supposed to do this. <laughs> oh, you can do it. You can it's okay. It's okay in the beginning. And, yeah, and take pictures of the property then. However, now that I'm purchasing my first out of state property, I'm going to try to hire a photographer. My question is, when in the process should I do this? Should I hire the photographer before I order the title search to make sure there are no surprises? Or after the title search is complete and I know that the seller actually owns a property and there are no title issues? Thanks for your help. Is Go that ahead, for sales. me or you? It's oh, for you. I'd say, I'd say pictures away. I would do it while it's happening. I wouldn't wait for it because the minute you, I would just, I would have the deal done. I would know, barring anything crazy that comes up, we're doing this deal. And so while I'm going through title and they're doing their work, I'm getting the photographer, getting videos and all that good stuff. Because at the end of the day, if something crazy came up, oh gosh, I spent 200 or a couple hundred bucks on some photos. Thank goodness, um, I know now, maybe the, maybe the title didn't uncover something, maybe the photos uncover something that you missed. Who knows? I would do it ahead of time. Um, and, and the other thing is, the point of it all is, because I want you to hurry up and get that posting done and out there and getting it, you know, marketing it to sell it. Don't sit back and wait for it to be all done. Okay, now I own it today, is what I don't want. I own it today, now tomorrow, I'm gonna start taking the pictures, I'm gonna write the description, I'm gonna um, start making the posting, so maybe in two or three or four days, I'll have it done and post it for sale. That's not what I want. In the beginning of your career, some version of this happens. You buy a piece of property and you're going through the acquisition process, and you, and you say something like this to yourself, oh, I'm gonna hold off spending any money on this, any marketing money, because I wanna make sure the deal goes through. The deal goes through, and then you say, man, now I wasted two weeks because I should have done this a long time ago while I was waiting. And so, or you wait, or you, you rush then on the next deal. What happens is you rush through to get all the marketing stuff done, something goes wrong on the acquisition, and you sit there and say, man, I, waited, I, I wasted a bunch of money. So there's this constant balance of, uh, of when do I actually start spending money on marketing 
And so my answer to all those questions and issues are, and you can't do this right, right away. Number one, accept that in the beginning this is gonna happen. Eventually, after a few months or years or however it works for you, you're just gonna say, you know what? I win sometimes, I lose sometimes, I'm gonna do a lot of deals. Then it just averages out to very low, low amounts. That's the goal. Thank you. The very beginning of your career, just send them out there. Right. And that's, that's the real father advice I have. Right. Just get the stuff done, get it done fast. If you're gonna make, you know, like I said a million times on the show, I had a, a football coach who said, used to say, if you're gonna make a mistake, make it at 100 miles an hour. Just do it. And I still do that every day. Yes, he does. <laughs> Today's topic, what good are real estate agents anyway? This is why you're listening. Here's my, again, to, uh, the beginning example. Uh, if uh, every real estate agent gave some version of, of this type of speech in the beginning in front of a customer or client, they'd, everybody would do great. I understand your stigma of real estate agents. Uh, you know, they, they can be dorks, they can have their hairs too overdone, they drive the wrong kind of cars, and they don't add any damn value to my real estate deal. I'm not that person. Here's what I'm gonna actually, how I'm gonna actually add some value to transaction and theoretically either minimize your acquisition price if you're looking to buy a house that's cheap or maximize the value when you're going to sell it. Which one's important to you? And, and I'm selling a boat right now. This is an exact example that I had this exact conversation with the bro boat broker. Price doesn't matter to me. And I'm not really in any hurry, but I do wanna get X out of it. And if it takes a little while, that's fine. But what's really important to me is that you manage this, con this uh, transaction from start to finish. And you ask me to sign some stuff when it's done. And don't bother me about the little details. Well, I need to know where the valve is on this, and uh, I can get the right engine start, but not the left engine. And this looks good, but this looks bad. Tell me what to do, Steve. Tell me what to do. <laughs> I want to murder somebody when that happens. I'm not going to go give up price mm -hmm. and do all the work for you. Right. And that's what real estate agents do. And real estate agents are famous for not thinking out of the box. If it's not in the MLS, it's not a deal. And so there's all these perpetuating things. This is point number, Roman numeral two, uh, numeral two. There's all this fictitious stuff in most people's minds, most home buyer or real estate buyers' minds about the fact that they're needed. And real estate agents perpetuate this, probably because they don't even know themselves. So a real estate agent could say, hey, and they would win me over if they said something like this. Thanks for choosing me. I know that you don't need me. How can I help? I mean, what gap is there that I can fill? that's gonna make these transactions, because I wanna do another deal with you. I know you're an investor. I wanna do 20 deals with you, not just this one. So let's let's have a meaningful conversation of the, where I can add value, because it's you seem to be like a guy buying property real cheap is important to you, but you seem to have that covered. On the south side, it seems like you need some help for me to bring my accumulated group of buyers in in rural Indiana or some place like that. I think I can add some value there. Instead of this over-talking, over-sales, Per, uh, perpetuated stereotype that mm -hmm. they they just keep doing it to themselves. It's like a they script don't get sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, why are you wasting your breath on me on this when it's wasted on me? It's really kind of silly. It's like they expect to just capture a customer on the buyer or the sell side, and then just process the paperwork. Right. That's really what they want. They don't really want to do any marketing. I don't I don't get it. And, and Jill was saying earlier in the show, this is exactly what she said to me. Exactly. Hey, look, man, don't be too intense on this in this episode, because we have some people in our group who are real estate agents, mm -hmm. and they're really good, like they're good members, mm -hmm. they add a lot to the group, and they're doing well. They're smart. So, yeah, and that's all true. Mm -hmm. So is this true. isn't all real estate agents, this is just seems to be 
the ones that we that get the most attention are the biggest uh, self-perpetuating weirdos. Right. I'm confused. I got to ask this because here's my thoughts. I would be fearful if this was my occupation. I feel like it's changing. You know, I'm, I'm, I mean, what do you think? I think, especially with all the online, come on, everywhere you can't, you can't throw a stick without having uh, a, another way to sell your house that you don't need an investor. And it's, FISBO started in the, what, I remember it in the 70s. For sale by owner. Right. Seeing and, and uh, knowing that that was possible, watching my dad do it you know, buy our own house, he did it. And I learned from him that you could actually, people always go, well then, well who gets the deal done? I'm like, well the title company. Well where are all the forms come from? <laughs> the title company. Well who does this then? The title company. You know, who do you think does that? I got news for you, it's not the agents. They're not actually closing the deal, they're overseeing the deal, but they're not doing doing that that title work and they don't hold the money. They take the money. If you give an agent a check, they take the check to the title company. That's who's the third unrelated third party doing this. So anyway, and I feel bad. I was thinking too, gosh, if this was me, because I have some friends that are new in this occupation, it's tough. There's a lot of, if you haven't been in this for a while, I think, especially at least in our area here, the competition to get in is really kind of hard and really kind of rough. So I, I and, and I sit back and I, you know, and I know that there's a lot of agents that uh, watch us, and I've worked with them, um, watch us making money, and I'm like, yeah, you could do this too. But they don't. I know, and they're afraid of it they? for some reason. I don't know. So that was my thing is, you know, kudos to those members that we have in Land Academy and House Academy who are agents, who do want to learn, who do see, yeah, I've been sitting here watching this stupid same investor get $40,000 every other week, I need to be doing this. And so they found us like, all right. And they know what's great about it too, is now they know how to yeah. do it even better than that guy. So it's beautiful. Jill and I buy houses and land uh, all the time, every mm -hmm. week. Uh, yet I've yet to have one real estate agent reach out to us and say, you know what? I want every listing of, of uh, every house listing you have in Arizona. And here's what I'm willing to do uh, to, do, to get it. I'm willing because we all and have them. Hopefully, they would say something strange like this. We all know 50% of the houses that go on the market nationally are purchased by friends or family within a mile of the house. That's just a fact. It's a HUD statistic. So here's what I'm willing to do to get your business. I'm willing to contact everybody within a mile and a half of this listing that you give me. I'm going to do it with door hangers and I'm going to do it with with mail. And I'm going to put signs all over the neighborhood that say this house is cheaper than it should be or some creative thing like that. I would sign that listing that minute. Mm -hmm. We've done 16,000 deals. No one's ever, ever approached us electronically right. or personally and said, here's why. Because they get away with getting a listing, not from us, putting it in the MLS and waiting. Yeah. That's all, that's from, I hate to. That's all I, a real estate agent does. I know, I feel kind of bad, but that's what I've heard too. Just get the listing, get the listing. That's all that they do. And that's they don't how even they talk really, to themselves. I know, and they don't even really work the listing. They just need to get the listing because on paper, no matter who sells it, they get their money. And that's all they want to do is collect as many as you can. So that said, that's kind of the negative side. There are really positive land agents out there right. that work for like, what are they called? Mossy White Oak. White Tail, yeah. Wassy Oak. There's some, not all of them. Yeah. Not all of them, but. Uh, what are the what are the names of the brokerages? There's two. Whitetail and Mossy Oak. I just combined them incorrectly. Mm -hmm. 
So there are some just in their soul land people like this is the House Academy show. Right. So there's some great I we recently have been dealing with some great land agents and people in our group are giving us feedback about not from us, but just agents that the land agents that they've found out there that are really going the extra mile and they actually have a buyer database that they draw from. So that's that's really adding some value to me as an investor, whether houses or land. If a house agent came to us and said, you know, I would like I, I know like twenty or thirty of these house flippers that are in the area and, and like nine or ten landlords. Uh, I'm happy on this first deal, I'm happy to I'm sure I can sell it. Let me uh, take it to these guys as long as you uh, agree to pay me. I don't need an exclusive right now. But on the next one, I'm going to ask you for an exclusive. I'd say sign me up. I am positive, though, that we are, because I know of, I can list them right now. Um, the people that are on our regular House Academy weekly member call who are agents, and I know they are better agents right now, and I know they're doing a better job for the clients that they do have because I know the data that they have. I know they know how to look at the data. I know they know how to send out mailers, neighbor letters, whatever it is. I know they know how to do that and they're doing better. I hope they're using their data subscription in our group to get I'm sure to sell are. houses for inner brokerage or something. I'm sure they are. That'd it's too easy. You know, they the they're probably impressing the heck out of their uh, out of their clients when the client calls in they can jump in something like NeighborScoop and go, yeah, I see what you did. Oh, I see when you bought it. Oh, I see your your mortgage was this. And I see this. They have it all right there. Yep. So I love it. Happy you could join us today. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we are right here on the House Academy Show. Mondays, Wednesdays and, Wednesdays and Fridays, we are over on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called How to Get New Customers in Any Business. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Here's a hint. Go out and get them. If you own a retail dress shop and you have high-end dresses and that's all you sell and you're damn good at it, you've been doing it your whole life and have some pride and, and some skill and you can present yourself, get yourself a database of all the possible people in your area that might buy a high-end dress and call them. They're gonna love to talk to you. Or send them something. Reach out, just reach out. Companies get, and people get customers one by one by one in the beginning. Thank you. Thank you. The House Academy Show remains commercial free for you, our loyal listener. So wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We're, We're Stephen Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property. <laughs>